0: Hey, Scott here, just dropping in real fast to say that for December, we're going to kind of have an off month in that we're doing a Q&A special, uh, hit hit the thread of this episode or a special thread in the miscellaneous section to ask the four of us any question you want us to answer, and we will ramble on about it. Uh, And on with the actual show part of the show. (laughs) Active topical banter show RP gamers editorial roundtable podcast I am Scott walker a 13th level dragoon but but the real kind so a Frenchman with a horse and a musket and with me tonight are my co-hosts
2: hi I'm Sam walk and I am totally the staff white mage cast cure b- <laughs>
3: Hi, I'm Trent Sealy. Uh, I am also a dragoon, but I, I'm the type that dresses up in purple sharp armor that could probably inflict more damage on myself than any enemy. <laughs> so
1: I am Michael Cunningham, editor-in-chief of RP Gamer and staff Red Mage, because I do a lot of stuff, but not very good at any of it.
3: But you look good in red.
1: Yeah, I do. But I don't have the gray hair yet. Or at least not the long gray hair like in the original. We'll we'll get you a nifty hat, to be sure. I Uh, I would love a nifty hat.
2: Can I be (laughs) Tello? Say what? Can I be Tello from 4?
1: I, I thought I heard
3: can I be Nutella.
1: Ooh, Nutella sounds better than Tella. Want to be a jar? Italian. That
3: chocolate spread? Yes. <laughs> I Go hate that it. stuff. I hate Nutella, Ew. Oh my god. Why are you Sam, gonna, are you just going to on everything I love in this podcast? <laughs> Apparently yes. so.
2: I'm sorry but as an Italian, Nutella gets forced down your throat like in a lot of things. You get kind of I sick of, of it.
3: Word. You're
2: Italian?
0: I thought you were Canadian. <laughs> yes. So for the evening we are going to be discussing fixing Final Fantasy, but there, there's a little bit of, I guess, premise or foundation laying we have to do. So the first, I guess, the first real question is: No, seriously, why do we care if Final Fantasy has gone to hell or not? I mean, at this point, we have we're kind of flooded with JRPGs of decent or better quality. What what's so special about Final Fantasy?
2: Final Fantasy has the legacy, man. And I I mean I'm not saying that with any sort of loving, you know, insist it's just it's the first RPG most of us have played. It has the softest spot in our hearts. And some of us wish, you know, that Final Fantasy wasn't turning into the disturbing piece of crapola that it's become oh, in the last oh, year. Oh, Shut oh, up, friend. Oh. I'm, no, I'm not no, done no. yet. I'm no, not done we're yet. Cutting
3: you out. we're cutting you off. We're cutting you off. No, okay. It is such a cool and hip thing to hate on Final Fantasy, isn't it? Tren- I bet you just love going into Starbucks with your Macintosh computer and your cute little <laughs> suspenders and your plaid shirt and just talking about how you like all the alternative game series because Final Fantasy is just too mainstream. Out, of, out, out of curiosity,
2: Trent, do you actually believe any of that when you think of me as a person? Because I know I would never wear suspenders. No, or- no. But but right now <laughs> or you're gonna- to so clearly into that, or box. go to Starbucks.
1: All right, I'm not time out. Up with
3: this tonight, Sam.
1: Time, time out. Here's the but, thing,
3: but dad, the,
1: the whole yeah, settle down, kids. The whole topic here is kind of a loaded question because you know, the fixing Final Fantasy why do we care? It all stems back from the PlayStation 3 generation where. It kind of went off the rails and people started hating it because we kept getting Final Fantasy thirteen shoved down our throats.
0: See, I, I'm gonna argue, I can argue that the base broke a bit earlier. And,
2: I hated it from the PS2 era.
0: Yeah, that, and that's <laughs> it. And I think we can all name the game where it broke for us individually. 10. But, yeah, but, but the point is is that, is it really just the name value? Is it because it's the JRPG everyone knows? And that we can't just be satisfied that you know, SMTs getting localized for a change.
2: I like SMT better. Can we talk about that?
3: No, because there's nothing wrong no, with it. No, no, this this is, this is, this is <laughs> the Final Fantasy podcast. We're not talking about Megumin Sensei. Like, I like
2: Mitsuru. <laughs>
3: Okay, to take a step back, like can we 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 need to not make such sweeping generalizations. Uh, it's it's so easy for people to say because I suppose it's it's public consensus that Final Fantasy today isn't as good as it used to be. But I would actually push back on that. And it's it's not because I'm a, a raving, rabid supporter of the franchise just because it's Final Fantasy. I think that each Final Fantasy offers something different. Yes. And I, I think that each Final Fantasy appeals to a different fan base. Now, while there might be a lot of people who may have been attracted to certain earlier Final Fantasies that were not as into Final Fantasy 13 or 13 2 or Lightning Returns, or even Final Fantasy 12 or Final Fantasy XI, Eleven, any of the newer Final Fantasies. Someone even say everything since Hinorubu Sakaguchi no longer part of Square. Trans. Like, I, I, hold on. I, all I didn't say
2: thirteen.
3: <laughs> all I'm saying is that. I think that there is a fan base for those games. I, I know there's a fan base for those games. It, maybe not everyone is in love with them, but it, like there's a fan base. I, well, and I guess that I, does... I don't. I don't think it's fair for anyone to declare that the series has gone downhill because there's still ardent supporters of it who may like Final Fantasy 13 more than they do 10 or 9 or 6 or 4. Well, and this,
0: and this brings us, I guess, to the second point: is that no, the base first point is... isn't
3: done yet.
1: Okay. Um... <laughs> Stop on my Segway, Mac. I know. Mainly because I'm going to have to... I'll put a gag order on Sam here in a second to let us let us finish our points. You can crap on us later. Um,
2: <laughs> I didn't even open um, my mouth. Thanks, guys.
1: I know. Except, yes. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. is I'll second what Trent's saying as far as the fact that each of them offers something different. And you're always going to find something from the entire series that you... Like or don't like, if you are someone who has ever been interested in the series at all, you go from 1 to 14 – and you'll find something in there you don't like. You know, you may have hated two back in the day because, you know, you were you know smacking yourself or beating yourself. You may have no played Final two. Fantasy You may have played Final Fantasy five and said, Well, these characters don't have unique jobs, you know, I don't like the job system or I love the job system. I hate Final Fantasy Six because it doesn't have one or you know, Final Fantasy VIII is just crazy and it doesn't make any sense. There's always going to be games that you like or don't like. And I don't like looking at Final Fantasy as a series. And that's why I don't think you can break something that never has really been a continuous thing. It's not like games that, um, you know, Call of Duty, where you're going to have a shooter. It's going to iterate. You're going to have something new. Or Assassin's Creed. It's going to be a game that's the same with iterations and improvements, or hopefully, you know, changes for better or worse, it's not a yeah. continuous true series. So it's hard to really say, well, I hate Final Fantasy because 13 and 12 are nothing alike, Whoa. 10 and 14 are nothing alike. They're so different. It's like saying, well, I don't like this game because it wasn't something else. It's hard well, to make those and, kind and of this sweeping is it,
0: though, is I think the wedges between each game are getting deeper every
3: time.
1: Well, because the I, release...
3: I, well, we're, we're also not considering, like, spinoff games either, though. And like,
1: the release window, too, is the big problem.
3: Yeah, like, like just getting, just take it's it's a step back it. and examine things. Like, before Final Fantasy X-2, how many Final Fantasy spinoffs were there? Chocobo mm-hmm. racing! That's, well, no, yeah. okay, let's let's <laughs> we'll be can we can we can consider that. But all I'm saying is that like we have so many different, uh, somewhat related to f- core Final Fantasy titles that come out these days that fill the window between main Final Fantasy series. Is it really fair to say that the wedge is massive? I yes. I would say so because I think and th- this is it is
0: I think we are now seeing pretty clear divides within the fandom that you know what are just check out after the Super NES or check out after the yeah. s- after I, I can't, the PlayStation I, I gotta, 1 or I can't, I can't, get to pick and many, choose
3: beyond that
2: mm. I can't tell you how many people I've heard
3: say that Final Fantasy has been horrible since Final Fantasy 6 yeah. or Final yeah. Fantasy has been horrible since Final Fantasy 7 or, fi- or Final Fantasy 9 or Final Fantasy 10 you know
2: I'm not going to deny that I mean, my biggest issue with Final Fantasy for years has just been it never does enough to suck me in anymore And I don't know if that's me maturing as a gamer, and what I like in RPGs, or if it's just the fact that Final Fantasy puts on this glossy coat and says, I'm awesome, and I'm just kind of (laughs) going, okay, I I guess so. I mean, let's admit. I've got a
1: question for you, then. (laughs) In that case, you said it hasn't... I know you're a Tactics fan, and that aside, when did it interest you? Which ones have had your attention? Well,
2: it's funny, because I did finish 13, like... Let's laugh for a second. I did finish 13. And I didn't hate it, but it felt like this hollow chocolate shell, like an Easter bunny, that I could have just kept going and been like, yeah, this is okay. I got nothing better to play, sort of thing. And I don't like that feeling at all when I'm playing a game. Were any of
1: the older (laughs) ones something that you actually enjoyed, though?
2: Um, You know what? I had a lot of indifference for 7. I have a lot of hate for 8. And I beat 8 in a week, which I think is really funny. I hated that game so much, but there was the determination to beat it. So <laughs> 9 nine played to my senses of whimsy magicalness, but I can't say that I loved it. And that's the thing, like, there, there are always going to be aspects I love. Yeah. But 10 and 12, and 10 I, I'm actually not going to exclude because I'm replaying it for the first time in years, and I'm playing it with a much older mindset, so it's a different experience this time around. 12, I've just never been able to get into. Like, I hate the world. I hate the characters. I hate that battle system. The music bored me to shit. And I just found myself kind of sitting there going, why do I care about what is happening here? And I just, I could not engage. And then the same mm-hmm. thing happened with 13. And yet I think with 13, it was like, at least the battle system's fun. At least I can, yeah. I can keep doing that. And yeah. I hate that for me personally. And this is just me personally. Um, I go down with a sinking ship. So, when I play games, I like to finish them, even if I'm not enjoying them. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so, you can't really say the series broke It's never, It's never that it's never broke. you've never really had a close attachment, right?
2: No, and that's just it for me. Fair you enough. know, people say, well, it's it, not so much that I hate Final Fantasy. Sorry, Scott. Yeah. It is exactly that. I've never had a deep desire to be like, oh my god, this is the best series ever. Because none of the games, minus tactics, which I've played way too many times, has yep. invoked that sense.
0: Well, and... Oh. Coming at it from my side is I approached Final Fantasy as a historian. Like, I, I'd been a PC gamer for a very, very long time. And then when the money sort of dried up for upgrades, I started revisiting console games via, um, <laughs> methods. Uh. <laughs> and sort of going through the Final Fantasy series because my friends in high school did have that deep love that people still have for it now. And I, and I went through it. And I went through basically all of it up to that point, and so I just kind of saw this yo-yo of ideas I could like and character and growth of the medium, and then just this whole weird spiral into sort of this one of uh, one auteur game designer's idiosyncrasies,
2: let's say let let's go
0: with that phrase. You also mm-hmm. like three. Well, and that's it. Is I, I, I dug the job system games, which makes me um, an outlier, I guess. Yeah. Um...
3: It- just to give a bit of perspective of how I come at it, I mean, Final Fantasy VI is one of the first video games I've ever played in my life, so it's it's not really a surprise that I find an affinity with Final Fantasy. But that said, I have gone back and I've played every single one, as I'm sure Mac has as well. I'm sure he, just like I, could tell you the best platform for each iteration of Final Fantasy to play on. Yep, and I will here in a um, second. No. Yeah, uh, I, I actually have a list of them. Like I, I have a deep affinity for each of the games, but there are certain ones that I haven't played more than once. Uh, three and five, for instance. I don't like the job system, so I'm, I'm not. I'm, I don't really feel that. Um, while one, I can one see... of these decades, I'll get a job system game that has a story worth sitting through. Yeah, um, I I actually would push back on the thing of. Uh, like a spiral of decreasing quality or... Well, not sequencing.
0: even... I don't, w- don't want to say a de- decreasing quality, but well, I that's think... not really, yet. But I think there are certain elements that
3: get stronger as what people would, leave what, the studio. What I would say is, I think that there have always been things wrong with Final Fantasy. Um, ever since the first game, I think there are things that could have been done better or differently that were never actually done. Um, But because of the production values, I think that there was a lot of whimsy and serendipity around each and every release, and they all came off with uh, high review scores from media outlets and a lot of fan love and that sort of thing, until I honestly believe that people thought the series got so big and it was so hyped that it needed to fail. (laughs) I think that Final Fantasy as a series reached a, a point of Apex where people stopped overlooking the faults that I would argue have always been there. And if you critically look at Final Fantasy XIII and examine its faults, you would likely find a number of parallels to Final Fantasy X that were passed over when Final Fantasy X was actually released. So if you ask my honest opinion, I think that Final Fantasy hasn't seen a shift in quality or a shift in uh, design uh, criteria or what have you, I, I honestly think that this, the stuff that had always been kind of off about Final Fantasies was just a lot more critically examined.
1: Yeah, and one thing I can say, because my history with the series and the reason I enjoy it so much isn't necessarily that I think really almost, I, I'd have a hard time saying any of them were like a 5 of 5, but my thing is it's what started me into gaming and role playing games in general because I started playing with the first Final Fantasy on Nintendo, you know, the original NES is the first one of the first games and role-playing games that I ever played. I did While too. the ori- the original NES one was awful and, you know, had lots of problems, there was something about it, you know, and I like the well, I agree with you all, and I'm, I'm the same thing. You know, I'm not necessarily a fan, or I, I agree with Trent on this. I'm not necessarily a fan of the job system games. I love the job system. You know, I love those character classes. Just something about that. You know, the warrior, thief, monk, white mage, red mage, black mage. Just all of those just have a certain charm to them. And you know, then I moved on to Final Fantasy IV. You know, too labeled at the time and just kinda went from there and it wasn't necessarily that I thought they were the greatest games ever. And it's not necessarily that I'm blind to the fact that you're right, you know, they have issues. There's problems with them. But there is the nostalgia factor for me. You know, I'm not gonna deny that by any means. But each of them have done something different, something that I either liked, didn't like, oh yeah. But it was always something to look forward to, seeing what was gonna be new, what was gonna change, because they weren't completely consistent from one to one to the next. I and love that.
2: See, I was you, Mac. I mm-hmm. was you till I hit 10. Because I've never doubted the issues in Final Fantasy. I played Final Fantasy because, like you, it was the first one I played mm-hmm. that I really got in, like that I, I can say I played. Did I really get into it? That's hard to say. I would say Chrono Trigger was the first one I really really got into. But I look at each part of the series and it's like, yes, there's lots and lots of problems and we could dissect them for hours. We're not going to. But everybody has the one that they have a sort of affinity to. Mm-hmm. because it just it gels with them that way right yeah. for me it's tactics tactics i can play it over again why because the story is actually fantastic i care about the job system in that game mm-hmm. i i I think i got every single job in one of my playthroughs because i was just like i had to try to do it because <laughs> the game gave you that incentive to do it but i could see people who play that game just feel like just stick to the base classes mm-hmm. now
1: that's the just- like- you you make a really interesting point, and that's something I'd kind of like to ask you know the the rest of you all too. Is you said that what really spoke to you about tactics was the story, and the job system, and how it just brought you in. Uh, Trent, what about you? What actually you know appeals to you about these games? Is it the story? Is it the characters? Is it the job? You know the battle system combination. You know, is there something specific about just looking at whichever one you might consider a. You know, a a critical darling or your favorite.
3: Well, my favorite, my, favorite, my, my favorite would be six, but uh, mm-hmm. I, in and, 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 and as much as it will make uh, some of our forum goers cringe that the battle system doesn't really appeal to me that much, the battle systems of these games never really mattered that much to me. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it's always been uh, the story of the characters and how they're presented, and, and I like a lot of the themes in the Final Fantasy games. It's not as melodramatic and over-the-top as the Kingdom Hearts games, where they're constantly trying to talk about hearts and light and darkness and stuff these games are about people and conflict and romance and sadness Mm. and and death and stuff like it's 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 themes that even in my worst state i could really find parallels to my own life with and and outside of that i mean i guess there's there's something about final fantasy I, i sam made a crack earlier about final fantasy thinking it's it's hot shit you know, well, like no, just sh-
2: but think think about how it gets played up in the media. I'm, I'm defending you here.
3: I'm defending you here. You know, like Final Fantasy just shows up to the party with all of the Cactars and Tonberries and Chuckaboes it has, and says, "Hey, look, I'm Final Fantasy. Buy me!" And I am like the first guy up to the plate. I'm like I'm like throwing money at the screens because I want a Cactar so bad. <laughs> Like,
2: but, but if, yeah. if you
3: look at my save file for for Lightning Returns, the game I gave a two out of five, I ha- it has forty six hours of playtime. Like even the games in this series that I don't find a great affinity with, I invest so much time in, and I think it's because. Final Fantasy has just developed into this massive thing with me. Like well, I love the music, I love the art style, I love the job system, I love the monsters okay. that were every And see, I don't
2: game. I don't think you're wrong about the idea of Final Fantasy being hot shit at a party because that is exactly how it gets touted by Square Enix and that is something that's always driven me absolutely ballistic because I've never seen, especially from I would say 12 to Lightning Returns, the big shit deal. I don't see it. I sit there and right. I go, it's really pretty. I like pretty. Okay. But give me you a reason a good, to care.
1: You make a good transition to the point I was gonna make. Oh, and the reason I was asking both of you all about, you know, what kind of stood out to you and getting back to the actual topic at hand <laughs> of, you know, what's gone on, what's broken now, why is it you know, why does it need fixing? Is because I think in this generation there have been less <laughs> There's, it's taken so long, and the development of these games has been so messed up ever since 12. Because, you know, 12 had a long development cycle. It did, yeah. You know, Matsuno like, had to step down for health reasons, and it got finished and chopped up, and the main characters swapped around and things like that. And 13 took forever, the first HD one, and it had all kinds of issues. Final Fantasy 14 came out and it was a disaster that had to be rebooted and you know Final Fantasy 13 took so long and so many resources that you know they wanted to make two more games to use those resources to help recoup funds and it was easier
0: no, no, for them to no do Mac four more so. five more sorry five <laughs> we're up to five 13s What are you mm-hmm.
3: talking about I'm talking. I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Type zero and Versus don't really count. Let's yeah, be but real. well, yeah, those are
0: those. those were created. on no, no, no. so their own. In, they're they are their own. Enemies. No, man, those no, were but created they originally,
3: originally. Okay, with, no, in but mind. They, they had different. They had different right. development teams. They may have shared a title, but they shared. something. Yeah. And, well, and that's what
1: I'm talking about. It's the resources that went into 13 spawned two more games you know the whole thematic concept I understand what you're saying but my point with this is the the development of these games just became disastrous and therefore when they came out there were certain things that didn't appeal to people i love 12 because i love the gambit system i love that battle system i love the whole automation the fact that you know you know buffs and debuffs are important they can be used they don't you know in a regular turn-based game, why would you ever use protect? Because you can just hit A to win. Yes. So that kind of stuff was great. But I agree with Sam. You know, I don't care about the story as much. The characters that they put in the lead were awful. And there, there's certain things like that for each of these games. They didn't have as much of a cohesive development. And I think that's what's really hurt it because there's certain things people can, you know, definitely point to in you know twelve, thirteen, and the first version of fourteen. And I won't even talk about, you know, A Realm Reborn, because yeah. I think they've done a great job with that one, to be I honest. Yeah. It's almost I, like
3: they brought uh, in a team that understood an MMO. <laughs> it's almost like that. Well, to, to, Just to jump off that point, I mean, yeah. um, I... In as much as I totally recognize that there there are things uh, about 13 that don't work well with people, and I also acknowledge that it certainly has its own fan base, and based on their Tumblr posts, I'd say that they're pretty voracious about their love for the Lightning Return saga, if we're going to call it that— I, 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 honest, I don't I want to call think... it
0: the Lightning Saga, but that, that's a point down the list that we'll come to. <laughs> I,
3: I, I honestly think that the reason why the development has gotten so weirdly staggered and the, the focus is kind of clouded with each game is because the pressure has gotten to Square an I mean, I, I, I honestly think that before Final Fantasy VII, it's kind of like, all right, well, we'll just write a story, create a battle system put it all together and release it and it'll be a final fantasy and but here's the thing will, and people will buy it but every, but final fantasy 7 was this big behemoth and then final fantasy 8 had to be this big undertaking and then i feel like each final fantasy game has had to become such a big production to square <laughs> It takes so much input, and they try and incorporate so many things. It was inevitable that, like, with Final Fantasy Thirteen, they would not be able to decide whether they wanted to go with a, a futuristic setting or a magical setting or a nature setting. So let's just hob together all three. See, and, or- and
2: truthfully, I don't have sympathy for Square Enix in those situations. I don't, because, to be honest, when you create such a haphazard mess like that, you can see that there's a million, co- mo- a million ideas, none of them cohesive. And you sit yeah, down they, and you go, same, okay, if you had a proper be team, shush, for a minute, if you had a proper team doing a job, you could create something that at least makes sense. I think with the three Lightning games, and now I have not played 13 too, which I actually do have because I got it for two bucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the best <laughs> it's, of the three in ways.
2: And it's probably worth that $2. And I haven't played Lightning Returns. I'm not going to comment on those two. What I will say about 13 is, you really do have this absolute mess, and you have no idea where they were trying to go with it. But how do you be sympathetic when you've turned Final Fantasy into this giant musical production?
1: You well, don't. There's, you, there's you, you a you difference. There's a difference, too, because I think there's people out there that are Square Enix apologists, and they're Final Fantasy fans. And I don't think any developer needs my sympathy, and they're not going to get it. Yeah. Because I think the development teams have been a disaster. And ever since seven became such a massive hit with its high end graphics at the time, which look, you know, kind of laughable now, but it was a spectacle and it became huge. And that was the next thing they did with eight. Yes. Yeah. Let's make it look more cinematic. Bigger summons. That was the thing that they did. And they tried to grow and it tried to become more and more cinematic as they went along. And that became the focus. And that's my biggest problem with 13 is the fact that it's style over substance. If you look at the beginning, I always point to this one, the beginning of Chapter 12 in Final Fantasy Thirteen, yes. where you've got them flying down and jumping across cars and doing all kinds of stuff. You can't imagine the budget that went into that. And it does nothing for the plot. It, it's nonsense. It is just showing off for no reason whatsoever. But here's my thing. As much of the issues I have with thirteen in those three games, they're one team. You know, it's Toriyama that was in charge of that. He did that. You know, Katase was the producer. Toriyama was the director on all three of those games, and that was his baby. And if people like that, awesome. More power to him. I'm not a huge fan. I don't hate them, but they're by far not in my top list by any means. But he is not Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 13 is not Final no, Fantasy. It's
0: not. Well, and so it's and it, a well, lot of
1: people nowadays. It's just been all we've
0: had.
2: It's it's More been the generation face of
1: games except for the with the exception of spinoffs well, And that's and the, an MMO. Well here's
2: the thing. That has been the face of Final Fantasy for the last couple of years. And yes. it's a hard face to get past. Because if you don't really let's say like 13, how do you get excited about the possibilities of the next one? I mean, we got Noel and Sarah, and it's like, I'm sorry, but I barely remembered what Sarah did. She was a crystal the whole game. Yeah, you know, you, you struggle to get excited about the pros the prospects of it, and the problem for me is I come from the the background that Final Fantasy was a ser- series that had story. All the ones I liked were very story driven.
3: Mm-hmm. I like
2: I mean I will admit I like Five, but I think that was more of the pirate lady that kind of won me over for that. So she doesn't count. But that's just it. I think everybody comes into Final Fantasy with a different angle. For people who like story, it's no wonder why you sat there during 13 and, and went, what is going on? I know this is the worst birthday ever, but seriously, this is my okay. worst nightmare right here. <laughs> well, okay, well,
3: okay, can can I, to, to be, oh, let's, to be. F- to be fair, Final Fantasy XIII, like all other Final Fantasies, is story-driven. The story is just not delivered well. Okay. The story well, was dumb, let's we can just argue, be honest. We can argue execution, but I think there are certain
0: commonalities of design that we can always... Or things that are just issues across the franchise in weird ways. Like, I, one thing I want to bring up, Mac mentioned spectacle and style over substance, and let's talk about Bahamut Man for a second. <laughs>
2: Oh God!
0: Yes. Did did it, did anyone see the Play Arts Kai Nomura did of Batman? Yes. Where it's just spikes and wings everywhere for no f- reason. Yeah, yeah. and,
2: that,
0: and that, make... that that's what's wrong with Final Fantasy. It it is just this visual over design with nothing to it. That, right? that is like... no
2: that is the Nomura version though. Yeah. Because I would say Tabata looks like he's doing a pretty good job with fifteen there. We're, we're arguing
3: a- we're yeah. arguing subjective aesthetics, okay? There are plenty of people within the fan base of Final Fantasy <laughs> that would, it would so that, that like that kind of thing. I don't oh. think it's I don't think it's fair to point at that stuff and be well, like, no, this no I... what's wrong with Final no. Fantasy. No,
0: but it it is something that is draining resources away from other things that you have these ridiculous attack animations, you have cutscenes that are just there to look cool without saying anything about character, without Mm -hmm. furthering story. You have effort being expended on on just panache when there are gaping flaws in other elements.
1: And again, I'll point to the fact that it really has been you know, kind of the theme within thirteen, And, you know, you point to Nomura in this case, and he has done character designs and stuff like that, but you know, with the exception of Final Fantasy fifteen, he's not been involved with the series, and, you know, he's been scooted off of that and back to Kingdom Hearts, where he belongs. Um, <laughs> sorry, not <laughs> a Nomura fan, politely or a Kingdom Hearts fan. <laughs>
0: or it can be politely uh, ignored by everyone with good sense, yes.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it's necessarily... I, I, I see what you're saying, it just didn't come out in a way that I understood to start with is it's not necessarily his style that's the problem it's the fact that it's you know it is a show it's 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 about it's become about show and i think they're getting back on track moving away from you know some of the problems that the original 13 had and they tried to address those in you know 13 13 uh, 13 two and Lightning returns to varying degrees of success but i think you know looking at Final Fantasy type 0 and 15 that are coming out. I've actually played a lot of Type-0 on the PSP. And, you know, the things that they did there, it has more of a story focus. Yeah, has more of a combat focus. You know, there's unique characters that you've got. You know, it's got a great soundtrack. It's got more to it than just show. It's not just show. And I'm hoping that with uh, Tabata having kind of taken over 15, that maybe he can at least salvage some of that.
0: Yeah, because mid-cycle dev shifts always go well for this franchise. <laughs> okay, okay, franchise.
3: Let's, let's, not be cynical. <laughs> let's not be cynical about this. He was, he, was very, he was very clear that basically the entire game restarted, rebooted when he got on board, okay? I have no doubt in my mind that the, the combat So two years of work on... just got pissed down. That's going to be great for their projections. <laughs> two, two years of work. Like, it was more like six years of work.
0: I just guess. got pissed
3: down. They they maintained the story concepts, the character concepts, and they kind of went at development fresh with a whole new design system. All this information is around there floating. It's not yeah. like he just transitioned in the role, and then, you know, clearly the game is going to suffer as a result. It, it's I not, think it's this, not E4 I, is what you're telling me. What I'm trying to say is, I I, I think I'm going to harken back to the point that Mac was making earlier about the people who helm each game. It's really easy to take pot shots at Final Fantasy right now, because you're right, Final Fantasy 13, and its legacy are the face of Final Fantasy right now. But all of those were helmed by one team, one singular group of people who made a set of games with the same kind of principles. Like I, my favorite Final Fantasy games are not led by that team. My favorite director is Ito. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy XII. You know? Tactics?
1: Yeah, he was involved yeah, in that. Tactics,
3: so. absolutely. And I, I've I've taken a stab at Type Zero myself, and 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 as well Crisis Core. And I think those games are rad. I would totally play an action oriented Final Fantasy game with someone who can create that type of game behind Final Fantasy fifteen. Like, I, I, I don't have as much concern for the future or the present of Final Fantasy because I ascribe the problems of each iteration to the development team that's working on that iteration. Well, and,
0: and I guess this
3: is, and then I guess this brings me to my next
0: idea I wanted to bring up. And with this sort of cycling of dev teams, without each with their own baggage and their own ideas of what they want from the games. Uh, Something that I kind of want to point out is that because Final Fantasy iterates by revolution, not evolution, I do want to point out, hey, there are some babies in that (laughs) bathwater.
1: Yes, and that is my biggest problem is when you look at the Nintendo era and the Super Nintendo era, you could at least see commonality more so than you have over the past few games. And if you look starting at around 10... Because you know, a lot of the people that were in the development of ten were also the same people that were in the development of thirteen. You know, so you kind of see some commonalities as Trent mentioned earlier, and then you get like Final Fantasy twelve, which I thought could have been fantastic. You know, while it is one of my favorites and I love the battle system, there were problems with it. You know, the license board was ridiculous. Um, unlocking gambits at certain times for certain levels, you know, there's no reason you shouldn't just be able to adjust those on the fly the story, all of that but imagine if they hadn't thrown all those babies out <laughs> like you mentioned well, it's, it could like have if there been. was
0: another game like it, let's say if Final Fantasy XIV had not been eleven two, but been twelve two. Mm-hmm. imagine what they could have done, how much they could have advanced those ideas, instead it's going to be 12 years before we see someone return to those ideas yeah, and... and even though everyone kind of bags on 8 for its crazy weird ideas about drawing magic and junctioning stats, some of those might have been refined and might be interesting to bring back in a way that makes sense within this fiction and isn't a chore.
3: Who's to say that those
0: ideas aren't, who's to say it's gonna have to take 12 years? Well, I, I, that, the, at the rate they're coming out and the way the teams are cycling around. I think Final Fantasy's biggest problem,
2: and, and Matt, you've mentioned this before in an editorial, is the fact that they have no concept of going green. Yeah. Um, you know, they have to do everything from the ground up. And, and I, I feel like Scott's right. If you look at something like eight, eight was kind of a mess. It is a mess. It's a hot mess. But that battle system, he's right. Like, if, if it had the chance to grow and refine and become something bigger or something different even, you know, there's this chance that there's a good shell there to work with. But the fact that Final Fantasy has to throw it out for something new every time, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking because you see all this really good work or some flaws, but flaws that are workable just be mm. tossed aside for something brand new and shiny. And, and the work-
0: probably equally awful in
2: some way. <laughs> well, and that's just it, right? Like, every single Final Fantasy battle system is different. Right? And that makes it unique and a special snowflake. But, think about it. You know, the materia system was not perfect. Okay? Materia system was kinda, I'm gonna say it, kinda lame. I subjectively think that a lot of these battle systems could have been better if Square actually cared about them a little bit more and tried again. There's nothing wrong with trying something again.
1: And they did that in the older times, and more that's so just than it. they have now. And that just, you know, like we said, it goes back to the main point of the fact that development cycles have gotten out of control and it's happened in everything. And the options at this point are to either redo it and take forever, or Assassin's Creed it and make, you know, the same game each year, which they tried with thirteen, and I think actually might have worked better if they had just scrapped the storyline and made, you know, Final Fantasy thirteen two. Have those elements, but a totally different world, totally different cast, no anchor to thirteen
3: whatsoever.
2: Like for me, thirteen was the battle system was why I kept playing. And thirteen two has the same battle
3: system. system with incremental. Well, increments. honey, I haven't played it's that what one you yet. You guys were talking about. I
2: know I haven't played that one, so I'm not. Co- I, I will never comment on one I haven't played.
3: Like, but, I, like, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be a pain here, but I mean. The, the the thing that makes Final Fantasy Final Fantasy is the fact that they approach each new one like it's its own entity. Like, I don't want a, a game that improves on everything incrementally and keeps every concept the same. I want to play a series where each entry doesn't feel like a sequel. It feels like its own game.
2: But I think you can still do that and still actually manage your budget better. I think that is totally well, possible, and I think Square yeah. has no concept of managing we... a budget <laughs>
1: I think we can all agree that they have issues with development and And the process that goes into this, and we definitely can go into the fact that there are problems with each of them, and there's things that we can like about each of them.
2: But this is, my thing is just, there are things you can take from some of the older ones and reuse, and not make it look, oh, like, that's exactly the same as this X game. You can do that!
1: They did that. If you look at the PlayStation cycle, you know, Final Fantasy 7 VII and 8 were more cinematic, and they did a throwback with 9. Yeah. That, you know, that did just that, and I think Sakaguchi had a great plan with that. And it is, you know, something that I would love to see again is to see a modernized throwback. And, you know, they try to do a lot of the nostalgia things with Final Fantasy 14 now. But there's so much more I think, you know, could be possible with the series. But I think both of you have good points. And I think the confliction here is the direction that you all are headed. You know, Trent, you're like me, you are a Final Fantasy fan. Sam, you've enjoyed some, you've not enjoyed some, but you've never really had the big investment in the series. And that's the way a lot of people are nowadays out there in the world, is we've got people that, you know, they picked up 10 and loved it and, you know, they picked up 13 thinking, oh, it's going to be the same and hated it. Or they played 7 back in the day and thought it was great and now they think the series is awful because they played maybe, you know, 12 and didn't like it or, you know, heard that 11 was just an MMO. And there's not necessarily a tie-in with everybody, but one thing that can bring everybody back, you know, on the same page in this case is each of these role-playing games do offer something different. And when we look at them, if we judge it as a whole, you know, it, it's kind of hard to say because you know we do have a whole lot more options now. There's a lot of other things out there that have filled the gap. Where Final Fantasy back in the day was something that was just one of the big names that you would see continually. You well, know, Chrono was, Trigger it came, came out was a great game. You know, Chrono Trigger was a great game, but the only thing we ever got from it was Chrono Cross. A whole generate, you know, whole game generation later. And, you know, not even getting into how different those games were, but you didn't have any series that were really coming out regularly that we got here in America. So when it came to role-playing games, that's where a lot of people were founded in that. And a lot of people still enjoy that and still look forward to what can happen. It's just hard to say if the company itself that's making these, it's not the same company that it used to be. Doesn't have to be bad. I think they are getting back on the right track. Um... Because they've seen with, uh, I'll keep singing the praises of 14 because they have done so much from the broken business model that they had initially when they launched it, and the broken development team that they had, thinking they could just make the fanciest thing. If you look at some of the talks they had on that game, they said they put more like effort into making a pot outside of an inn than it took to make an entire character model. So they were just wasting resources making things look pretty and they didn't focus on the fun.
0: Well, and here's the here's my question is if you can go from that to what Final Fantasy XIV is now in mm-hmm. 16 months. Yeah. Why the hell does it take 6 years to get more Final Fantasy?
1: Well, see, we don't know what's going to happen now. What was broken was clearly broken. You know, whether you you like the games or not, with 13, the whole development process, and even back to 12, the whole development process was broken. And I think there's a chance, and we've got to test it, you know, with Type 0, seeing how quickly they can actually put 15 out. I think there's a chance they may have gotten a clue that, hey, we've screwed up here, we've got some issues, we know there's a problem, you know, they found a way to address it with 14, you know, taking Namura, who has been sitting on you know verses for forever, you know, giving it to a new develop or a new director and all of that stuff. They're taking those steps. Whether it works, whether we have to wait six years for more, I don't know. But I think now we're at the time where we're going to see. It's kind of a sink or swim kind of thing because I understand where Sam's coming from and where people that aren't as invested in the series look at it and are like, you know, screw that. And, you know, I'm in the same boat as Trent because I see new stuff and I'm like, I want to jump on board. But, you know, the general public somewhere in between us and they've got, to, they've got to step up, put up, or shut up.
0: All right. And, and I guess we've been hinting at the business model, but I do want to come back to one thing about the writing that's been driving me batty lately looking over older games is – uh, they have a real problem with their lead characters.
1: <laughs> the lead character's usually the most boring character. Well, it's
0: not even that they're boring, it's that this is a character who should aspire to do things, and I'll beg on tales, but at least the main guy is usually, you know, hot-blooded, let's-get-done <laughs> guy, whereas... Except for Yuri. Well, Yuri was the exception, and I appreciate him for being an exception to that. But if you look at Seven, if, if even from, from Seven on... They have this issue where your player character is not in fact the protagonist.
2: Your protagonist protag. Uh, pro-tag. Uh, yes. Final
0: Fantasy 9. Well, okay, not okay. 9 is 9 was a throwback <laughs> and I'll give you that. I
3: will uh, I actually, wrong. And I That's still didn't yeah. like Zidane, so I, and well, to be fair, too, Final Fantasy XIII and Final Fantasy VI are both ensemble pieces, so I can't really point to any one protagonist. Well, I well mean, no, but they at fair. least
0: six, six, six gave everyone an arc, whereas I feel like thirteen gave four characters an arc, and then Lightning like and some Snow half, were there. Some
2: half arcs.
1: <laughs> well, here, you know, when we were talking about what we liked about each of the games earlier, the biggest thing that I've always loved about the series, and that I love about role playing games in general. Or the cast of characters. Mm-hmm. I love a fun cast of diverse characters that have personality, even if they're maybe, you know, it doesn't have the best writing or best story. I just love the unique style because I got started with Final Fantasy IV. You know, you had Kane, who was the dragoon. You had Rydia, who was the summoner. You had Edge, who was the awesome ninja. You know, they had personality and they were just cool looking. And that's something that I think the series has always done great. But I'll agree, you know, typically the protagonists are the ones that are, you know, less interesting to me, and you know, by focus it, it's really hit or miss. Some of the games aren't as focused on that, and I think that has, you know, again, become a more recent problem. You know, we had Van and Pinello that were the problem childs of 12. and They,
3: they were just kind of face, uh, space fillers, really.
1: Yeah, they got tossed in just kind of haphazardly. Yeah. So, you know, you had problems with characters like that, and, you know, the main character should be interesting. The main character should have a drive, not just be, you know, a filler character. Well, Even games that have silent protagonists, you know, at least give them personality somehow, more so well, than these games well, here's have. Well,
0: look at Link from Legend of Zelda. Ugh. Like, he doesn't talk, but that's a guy who is going out there to get stuff he, done. He is
2: protagging.
0: Whereas, you know, you've got... you. Well, I'm going to throw it on T- Titus's feed. He goes around claiming it's his story, and sure, yeah, his dad is the devil, and his dad doesn't understand him. But it's it it's
3: kind of Yuna's story there.
2: It is totally well, Yuna's story. And, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
3: But, you know, uh, but I think him saying that aloud is part of his character.
2: I actually you know like I mean? that that's kind of how the narrative works for that one. I actually love that you know, you have this sort of guy saying, like, I'm the hero, and yet you always know, no, you're really not, sweetheart. Like, thank you for narrating, but well, we all know it's the girl's story this time, which thank God
0: well, it, for that it, once in a while. And that'd be interesting, except you have the same problem with, say, 8, where, you know, for a disc, you're playing ellipses while yeah. Rinoa is
3: protagging.
2: That's true. That, And as much as I hate Rinoa, she is... She really is the star of that hold, game.
3: Hold hold off. Um, this is probably one of the few times that I'm gonna come to Final Fantasy VIII's defense because I'm I'm far too aware of its challenges. But um
2: Squall was I not think... the protagonist, sweetheart. Hold, hold Don't on. even try to put oh. that down.
3: Shh. Hold hold on.
2: Don't even put that was down. Tap,
3: tap. Okay, so Final Fantasy VIII um, is a good example of you can have a protagonist with a personality that is justifiable because that's just who the character is when a personality doesn't make the best sense to be in a protagonist. The Silent Hill for The Room suffers from the same issue. I don't
2: care if the protagonist is dislikable, but... Christ, he is just nope. a miserable lot. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> and I'm the sorry point... but I don't see how those two have a romance. That is like the dumbest romance I
3: have ever seen we in a movie. You're not game. getting into I'm that. I don't care. But that's that's two episodes from now, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it for two episodes. What what I'm huh. going what I'm going to say is people like me who at the time of Final Fantasy... Well, when I played Final Fantasy VIII, I had depression, okay? I, I very much came from the same kind of place that Squall is, where I didn't like anyone around me. I didn't very much like entertaining anyone's requests or doing anything of any importance. And I I don't know. I kind of found that game therapeutic. And as right. much as a lot of people take cracks at Squall for being I'm just emo saying, you can, or you annoying... i have
2: a connection, but... but...
3: Like the fact that you empathize is great, and I think more characters
0: with overt depression is kind of an interesting idea. Final Fantasy has had this problem lately, where your the playable character is not the guy with the drive to get things done.
3: We we talked about Twelve, where you do know, all, have, do all heroes have to have that drive? It's not such a well, if
0: you're going to call them a hero, as well, per no, the dictionary, you're...
2: perhaps okay.
3: they ought. <laughs> Okay, well, there's anti-heroes, there's heroes, and there's heroes that have to be forced into it. I think narratives should have the own freedom to paint the hero however they see fit. I'd much rather prefer that than have every single hero step up to the plate, hold the sword, and say, I'm going to solve the world's problems. I, I think, think that's boring.
1: The problem comes when you mix it in with gameplay and you force people yes. to play as a character that you may not be as interested in, which doesn't always happen across all the games. But sometimes you're kind of forced into it. Like, you know, going back to 12, I tossed Van out of the party, you know, as soon as I possibly could. Well, you kept Van some. in
3: my party the entire time. Actually. I had
1: Bosch and I had Pinello. I kept her because she was an awesome tank if you made her into a paladin, which was really kind of cool. And I love that because she was so little squirrely that it was kind of cool to put heavy armor on her and make her the high hit point tank.
0: Well, you even, even say lightning. I mean, yes, she wants to save her kid sister, but it's it, it's Vanille who, whose decisions make the entire plot spin. Vanille and Hope, I should really...
2: Well, and you know, here's the thing for me personally when it comes to, like, lightning or Squall. If I have to play the role of this character, yes, I don't mind that they, you know, that they, they're coming from a different angle. Like, I don't really want to be the hero, but I'm the hero. I'm fine with that, but Squall, my biggest issue with him is that he doesn't do anything to to make you want to participate in the role. It's like, very hard well, to have that attachment. something I'll, I'll say is I,
0: I will say that Yuri is the best of all possible Squalls, where he, he doesn't have a stake in the world, but he goes along with it.
3: I have no idea who
2: Yuri from Tales Yuri of really,
3: Yuri from Mystaria. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Tales person. And the, no,
2: no, and, and the Tales series <laughs> is the worst offender for the hot-blooded. Friendship and, and love friendship,
3: will save the day. Um,
2: this, that series is the worst offender. We're not talking about that. But in those games, you have to give them the credit that if you want a protagonist to protag. They are the games where that is exactly that. And you usually get invested in the fact that there is the excitement and the drive to quest. In right. some of the Final Fantasies, you don't necessarily have that. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. In fact, it is a very interesting point. Mm. Like, whether you like Cloud or you don't, and whether you think Lightning is Cloud 2.0, I mean, that that's irrelevant. You want to care right. about the shoes you're in. Or at least you should have some semblance of connection to be in those those shoes.
1: Well, speaking of which, and going back to kind of our general topic, I, I got, got a question. So what would it take? What does 15 or the you know hypothetical 16 need to do to be interesting? You know, if we're wanting to know how to fix the series, if that's kind of the question we're asking ourselves here, what's it going to take? What do you want out of them well, that would make you interested in 16? And, you know? and
0: and this is it. Is I think the base is so broken, the fan base is so broken that what I want is a straight fantasy setting with a, with a fairly fleshed out plot, but nothing, oh, I guess some, uh, something else I would love to staple to their faces is that simple is not bad. Simple does not mean simplistic in terms of story. Like, I don't think you need the levels of convolutions they sometimes delve into. But what I would like to see is a straight fantasy setting, um, a, 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 a typical plot, some exciting characters. But I don't necessarily think that um, a lot of the, the base would necessarily like them stepping away from all the sci-fi stuff they do or having tons of spectacle. And I'd what I would like to that. see, what I would actually like them to see is to maybe take some cues from Shin Megami Tensei, where you have these multiple development teams working on Final Fantasy colon something or other, so you can have a string of games that are more sci-fi, crazy, convoluted plots, and more things like, say, Bravely Default, which are straightforward job system games, and then 15 and Type-0 that are more action-y.
1: It doesn't even have to be subtitled like that. You know, they really could do a three-development team cycle, you know, have three teams that kind of alternated between doing this and to use better resources. I think that would be a great idea. That way you could have... And that's kind of what we would see at some point in time is, you know, you'd have three teams working on different things. And I thought that would be great because you would get diversity there. You'd get just what me and Trent have said we love about the series. You'd get something different each time. It doesn't always have to be sci-fi. It doesn't have to be this, you know, there's fantasy elements, sci-fi. There's all kinds of things. I don't need card, You know, it doesn't have to be like that, but do whatever, but give us the diversity. And I think you're right. You know, it doesn't have to be a spin-off. But get some teams kind of iterating in there and kind of, you know, team one starts, finishes in two years while team two has ramped up and team three has gone through there. And you get Final Fantasy 16, 17, 18. They're all different. They all have some personality, some spunk to them. I don't see why that would be a bad thing.
0: I have
2: Final Fantasy the Harlequin romance. No. I'm joking. I
0: actually no, we should totally do that. We should do just like the studio was the AU fighting game crossover. Let's kind have the
2: dating game?
0: Yeah, let's have the AU high school dating sim.
2: I would be I would be are, so into that. You
0: are uh will we'll have to do two, obviously, where one you are new girl at Final Fantasy Academy <laughs> and all the boys are angsty and hot. And then you have uh, so... the other one where you're new boy at Final Fantasy Cabin Academy and all the girls are virginal and self-sacrificing so
2: so so my Barts? <laughs> is that it or butts or whatever his name is since he was the who... only since he was the only one who was like I like stuff I'm really nice well I Zidane
0: also likes stuff and has energy. yeah but he had
2: a monkey tail that I kind of wanted to swing around a little bit okay
0: so <laughs> Sam is not a furry so she picks butts
2: <laughs> <laughs> winner butts actually hmm, maybe Edgar it's kind of suave <laughs> I mean, I could get behind that. I did like so him. Was, he was a cutie. If I was uh, a girl, though, who would I date? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so Sam's answer would be make it a dating sim. Uh, give dating sim elements. Actually, Scott's, you know, is to do a fantasy setting. And, you know, I'm okay with that, too. I don't want something like, you know, I don't need the Witcher 3 Final Fantasy edition.
2: Can, can, I, can I have actually Final Fantasy, like, Hunger Games? Can I see Final Fantasy do a blood sport story? Because... That would be brilliant, and I would be in love with it. Nobody touches blood sports, and I get why, but that would be so cool.
1: <laughs> All right, what oh about you, Grant? What would you want to see?
3: Well, as much as I, I can totally understand where um, some people come from when they request like a, a fantasy-inspired Final Fantasy, similar to some of the earlier entries, kind of like a medieval set Final Fantasy. Like basically, as opposed to, like,
0: strip away all the sci-fi
3: stuff that is
0: mostly there for visual b**** is what I want. I feel I think, like the okay. sci-fi is there guess, just to look again, cool. that's, that's than... a lot
3: of added judgment. Just saying, it's well, there for visual. Hey, the whole
2: point is we judge. That is the point of this podcast.
3: No, I, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, I, I like the fact that Final Fantasy's aesthetics can range so widely. And in as much as the futuristic or industrial stuff may not jive with some of the fan base who's used to both Western RPGs and the more fantasy based. Uh, settings of the earlier entries of the series i like that it dips into that territory every now and then um mm-hmm. i and i personally wouldn't want to restrict the development team in terms of what environments they felt they could and could not use um i i don't know i guess the biggest thing for me moving forward is uh, actually i I, I can't part. i i can't say i i don't even know i do you, I don't you want... vote
0: surprise me is what it comes <laughs> down to
3: Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. I I 100% stand behind the concept of Surprise Me. Because there have been so many instances where I had no idea what the next iteration of Final Fantasy was going to look like. Um, Final Fantasy XII is a really good example. And like uh, everything leading up to its release, including the demo that was packaged with uh, Dragon Quest VIII, uh, which I bought specifically because it had the demo for Final <laughs> Fantasy uh, XII. Which is probably Dragon what a Quest, lot of people did. Dra- Dra- Dragon Quest VIII, great game, by the way. Everyone should play it, really. Um, but that demo um, really, really boggled my mind... I had no idea what the final game was going to be like. I wasn't 100% sure on the aesthetics or the battle system or anything. When I bought the game and I invested 30 hours, 40 hours, 50 hours into it, I really found a great appreciation for it. And I think even just my experience going back and playing earlier entries of the series, which I I, I had missed the initial release period when they first came out, um, I could really appreciate all the little differences of it. Um, so I guess my vote is 100% surprise me. I'm not really expecting anything in particular of uh, Final Fantasy 15. I think it would be better for everyone to not go in with any expectations because then that that way you kind of you don't fall into the trap of the true Scotsman argument, you know. Like no true Scotsman eats oatmeal without cinnamon, or no true Final Fantasy takes place in a futuristic or modernized world. You know, there, there's a lot of pitfalls that you can Sweetheart. fall into. A lot of a lot of biases.
2: You you, you know? do realize that the Scots were the ones who ruined Scotland, right?
3: <laughs> no, but again, all I'm saying is it's it. There have been too many instances in the past of me. Expecting a certain thing and and being let down only to be proven wrong completely. So I, I I would be perfectly happy if Final Fantasy continued to surprise me. Okay, so feedback. It's
2: the same feedback as last time.
0: Well, okay, I will always I will of course mention of course that uh, Raya has defeated the purpose of a comment section by not actually listening. Uh, Sean McDougal, cool guy. I but I gotta ask, do you like take notes? Like I know most people listen to this. While they're doing listen to podcasts where they were doing something else, like are you in taking notes for later while you're driving in your car listening to us? What's going uh, on? He'd be
2: crashing his car if he was taking notes, sweetheart
1: he might be good at multitasking just like yeah Quista, he always sounds so. on the box, <laughs>
2: Either that or you know <laughs> listening and taking notes at the same time. I mean that happens not everybody cooks and while well, they're listening to podcasts
1: oh. okay, but yes, good comments from
2: very good comments actually actually the most couple of comments we have have been pretty good. Ah, oh, right. I'm supposed to talk into the mic. <laughs> I'm getting a look. Again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm it's a
0: look and an ups- and a gesture. <laughs>
2: folks.
0: You probably can't tell because I've levelated this to hell, but Isn't... Sam just talks at me, not the microphone. It's he bad. makes me
2: comfortable. Um, yeah, the comments have been good. So, All right. uh, <laughs> I
0: the, the, the one thing that actually came up in the discussion of sort of time value and money was just the role of backlogs play in people's decision making. Maybe there's a topic in there somewhere.
1: Yes, I can uh, tell you right now. My topic on backlogs—I consider them my fallout shelter of video games.
2: So do you really? like do you like bury yourself in them?
1: No, for when you know we get to the point where everything's freemium or browser-based bullcrap. I've got something to play with my giant backlog of games. And oh, huge my God. Collection. T-
3: every, every time someone mentions backlogs, I light a candle for my personal pile of shame and the money that is now missing from my wallet. I make yep. a fort.
2: <laughs> I could
1: make a fort. I could probably make you one that invite PSP you, you can
2: make a PSP fort.
1: I have way too many games. Okay.
2: We all do. It's okay. And Steam makes it worse.
0: See, I can't, I don't even get to say I will I get to make a fort, cause all my, my backlog's mostly digital at this point, so also, it's like,
2: some of your backlog is also my backlog.
0: Yeah, no, that's not actually your, that's not actually my backlog, you're just telling me to do it, and I'm politely ignoring you. It's like how I don't really read all the steampunk books you give me.
2: So we're getting a <laughs> divorce?
1: It's nice knowing you all. It's uh, you all it's can okay. I ba- yeah.
2: remember I don't acknowledge all the Star Wars you throw at me. Ladies
1: and I, I gentlemen, I podcast Wars. today. Please send please send your well wishes to Scott and Sam Walker. <laughs> I'm
2: joking, so, it's fine.
1: And we wish you the best. It's all okay, right. sweetie. I
2: accept Did that you don't scams. want to read all this, all the steampunk and you don't want to play all the games I recommend to you, even though you should play the SMT ones because they're really good.
0: <laughs> okay, they're a billion hours long, and I only need
1: to kill God so many times, honey.
2: But, but, but Mitsuru!
1: Is <laughs> only in one of them.
2: No! He has a fade Arena, or Arena Ultimax, where she's really uh-huh. hot.
1: I've played uh. enough Arena.
2: No, you haven't! Okay.
0: So, I guess, uh, okay, so we're coming up on the end of the year, which means Q- Q4 releaseness, and that's going to be our closing topic. What, what, what are we
3: hyped for, guys?
2: Nothing! Wait, maybe Dragon something?
3: Age. Oh, yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition, I'm all about that. Plus, uh Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is coming out soon.
2: Go in a corner, Trent, uh, and think about sure. what you just said.
3: Yeah. Think about that. What a, no, hate...
2: This has the good Kingdom Hearts games. This no, has it has good doesn't! Ones. Go no, sit in the, the corner and no, think but... about what you just said, and then come back to me and
3: apologize. No, Birth by Sleep is a great game. So is Two.
1: Two. I'm. Uh, this will start a whole new podcast. Um, so four, I'm episodes not get to get four episodes from now. Four
2: episodes. I guess I'll say Dragon <laughs> Age Two, even though I won't get to play it till Christmas.
1: Nope, Persona Q.
2: Oh my god! Yes, Persona Q. There's a Mitsuru.
1: See, there you go. There's her second game.
2: <laughs> that's that's not like a game people get hyped about. Oh my god! There's a Mitsuru. <laughs> I'm going to go play with my
1: Mitsuru twice later. Q4's been pretty slim Wait, this
2: year. Can we get a
3: little counter for every time she says Mitsuru? Can you, like, edit in the sound of a...
2: Please don't get him to do that.
3: <laughs> I, I, I will I will put
0: in a little ding or something.
2: Either that or just let the formers figure it out. Yeah.
0: Okay, um... Suru, yeah.
2: Mitsuru. Mitsuru. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I guess, uh, go if you're going to go back and listen to this one again, drop a shot every time it says Mitsuru... And uh, if you don't die,
1: <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yes. I like
2: redheads.
1: Do. So do I.
2: I love That's Scott I... too. We're not getting into Marks anymore. All right, That's so good to
0: know. <laughs> I, I don't have a ton of hype. Like I'm I'm very cautious about Dragon Age three and I realize there are a lot of good things being said about it, but I'm gonna have to see but they say a lot of good things about Mass Effect 2, so I'm gonna have to see it for myself.
2: God's just going to be cautiously optimistic about all things, and by that I mean no optimism, just cautious. Yes. And I will sit there and be the one flailing arms and squealing from a distance, so you'll probably hear that somewhere. And then he will <laughs> go, why did I marry you?
0: Alright, so <laughs> next time we're going to have a topic I'm not sure which.
2: Good night, peeps!
0: Good night. Have a good night. Alright, Uh obviously you are more than welcome to leave comments about how you would fix Final Fantasy on our forums, or you can shoot us an email. All contact information is at rpgamer.com.
2: And if you complain, we're sending your pitch to wheels.
0: Fair enough. The Active Topical Banter Show is an RP Gamer production, all rights reserved. Visit rpgamer.com for contact info, discussions, and other great content. Music by Nubuo Matsu arrangements courtesy of ocremix.com.